0: Welcome to Goodwill Talk. We're so glad you're here today. At Goodwill Talk, you'll get to know your pastors, hear answers to your questions, gain biblical perspective on things going on in the world, and most of all, grow in your love for Jesus and the Bible. Let's listen in to today's conversation.
1: Welcome back to Goodwill Talk. It is great to be with everyone again today. I am Pastor Marcos, and as always, I am joined by my co-hosts first, Senior pastor Goodwill Church, John Torres. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. Yeah, good yeah. to be good to be back. Uh, and also with our other co-host we introduced a couple weeks ago, Jessica Kilduff. Jess, how are you doing? I'm great. Good, good. Has it been good, enjoying good. May?
0: Yeah, it's good to be out of the house. Yes, yes. <laughs> as always. As
1: always, we get to come to our Montgomery location. So if people don't know, we record this in Montgomery. And so we all get to leave the house a little bit and head over and enjoy not being home for a couple hours. Yeah. So it's a good nice. feeling. Yeah, <laughs> really good feeling. The place called home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. And anyway. uh, you know,
0: it's we'll lost see. its comfort. <laughs> it really
1: has. But you know what? When we come back here, this will feel very comforting when yep. we're finally able to to worship together whenever yeah, we're that happens. Closer and closer, you know. Every week a little closer, right? Yep. So uh this week we just finished celebrating uh yesterday our Memorial Day worship service. It's Memorial Day, and, and that's an important part of not just American culture, but it's also impacted church culture. And um, this is yet another day that we're not together worshiping. And, and you know, so Easter, then Mother's Day, and now Memorial Day. Um, and so we want to talk a little bit today about really the importance of Memorial Day um, and and really our interaction with Memorial Day as a church and especially John it's going to be really cool to hear from you because you're active military and so we want to you know how does this for you and and let's get into Memorial Day a little bit and we can ask questions but really we want to hear you share um, you know your perspective on this and and the interface between Memorial Day and the church and all of that so there's a lot a lot there for us um, but you recorded the service and and it was a beautiful service that people really enjoyed um, and it's a little different this year. It's a lot different this year, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the parades that got
2: canceled. So mm-hmm. people are listening to us today where there might be tons of parades and right. all kinds of stuff and basically they're just going to have to watch on TV, you know, and watch a movie, watch Saving Private Ryan or maybe mm-hmm. 1917 or whatever, you know. And those those movies are all great and they really do get to the get to the heart of what Memorial Day is about, the sacrifice that people make. And uh, there, there's several things that we want to talk about. And I want to get your perspective, too. Yeah. So I'm in the military, and it's always interesting to kind of see what people who aren't in the military think and who might have different views politically, that kind of thing. Right. You know, because uh, military service is an interesting thing. Yeah. You know, uh, some people think, well, that's the best thing ever. And other people, I'm well aware, being in the military, think it's not. Right. And uh it depends on their their background and what they believe about world events, sure, but uh I mean I think the first thing you mentioned it before we started uh today is to just talk about the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day, right. So Veterans Day is for everybody who serves. Memorial Day is not mm-hmm. so but still in church, you know, I have to ask everyone in the military to stand, you know, and yeah, and they you know, I think I said it last year, like we're we're all standing here, uh, not for our sakes, but for those who couldn't be here and right. aren't standing, you know. And uh, some people who have served in the military in significant ways know people who did lose their lives in military service. Were killed in action. And of course, I've done funerals and definitely know people who uh, who gave their lives.
1: Well, and that's you know, become uh, an important part of our life together as a church. Yeah, you know, is we've lost people.
2: Yeah, and the other the other of course huge difference this year is that we're, we're we're taking the holiday and we're looking we're looking at military cuz it's a military holiday right. but we're really looking at our medical personnel and we're really seeing them being in the front line and seeing very little difference really in the quality and the character and the sacrifice that's being made it's it's exactly the same
1: in so many ways i mean even the language we use about those who are serving as nurses and doctors what do we say they're at the front line yeah right so uh, we we have recognized that to, to defeat a virus like this takes a warlike effort. Yes. But the front line isn't infantrymen, it's nurses. Yes. And and it's doctors and it's specialists that are on the front line of a fight against a virus as opposed to on the front line of a fight against a, a military enemy. And one thing that's part of the military is that uh, every
2: military unit has a medical section. So yeah. the first people, you know, at where, where I serve in the 105th, the first people to get deployed, and I think the whole group, they were, all, they were all gone, yeah. and, they, and they're working, and I don't know what their status is right now. I, I hope some of them are. Uh, definitely some of them should be home now and uh, taking a break from it, but it depends on how long this thing goes, and it's, it's really taken a chunk out of uh, the, the numbers of people that are doctors and nurses. I mean, we've lost a lot of doctors and nurses. I still remember hearing, you know, it was a ways back, but hearing that 52 doctors died in one day in Italy you know, so we, we've had those. We, we, I don't know what the numbers are in the United States. And I think it's, it's going to be a, probably a year or two before we know the stats of what we're living through right now. But definitely one of those statistics is going to be doctors who died, nurses who died, medical workers who died. And they, the only reason they died is because they did their jobs and they, and they put their heart into it and they took the risk and they did it for other people and i guess that's the heart of memorial day given all you have to serve protect and make a difference for other people yeah
1: and i think that's maybe why you know it, there there's a there's a whole bunch of uh, american civil holidays right but memorial yeah. day is one that i think sits closest for christians because it's about sacrifice yeah and it really hits at the heart of because our whole faith is built around the sacrifice of jesus christ of one laying down his life for all and, uh, and so I think that's why Memorial Day is something that when it comes to the church, we, we do tend to, to be maybe more involved with that holiday than necessarily other civil holidays. Yeah, definitely. And,
2: uh, I'm you know, I used to put on the sign, the old fashioned, old school sign out there, you know, uh, all gave some, some gave all. And then I'd add a line, uh, one gave more, you know, referring to Jesus and kind of tying the holiday together. And I, I... I know that you got to be you have to be careful doing that because you can have a, a, an inappropriate connection between patriotism and Christian faith. You know, you and and when once you do that, you you really kind of ruin both. Mm. You know, and patriotism definitely is biblical. We can go into that. We can talk about Paul and, you know, him, him talking about himself being a Roman. So this is clear, you know, he was not ashamed of that. He used that. He was he was proud of that in, in an appropriate way, in a measured way you know, in a way that did not interfere with his faith and his devotion to Jesus Christ. And I see that all the time. And one of the things that I am always impressed with is the number of Christians in the military and the mm. quality of the Christians in the military. And it's, they're, they're not Rambos. They're, they're not, uh, you know, any of the things that uh, people who are suspicious of those who serve in the military might might think. They're, they're, they're thoughtful. They, 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 they're doing a the job no one else wants to do. They're, they're, they have a heart of service. Uh, they, they don't want violence. They want the least amount of violence, the least amount of war. And so you, you want people in charge of war who have that attitude. And we have so many in the United States military establishment that are, that are like that.
1: It's really amazing. Well, and I think that that highlights a little bit two of the ditches we can fall in in, yeah. in this you know we can either um, deify those who serve in the military or we can despise those who serve in the military and those are two ditches we really need yeah. to be careful we don't, don't get don't do near. either of those right yeah
2: I mean yeah it's, it's a special thing it's hard I remember the first time I put on the uniform it is nothing like it I felt like well and I remember the, 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 the look my wife gave me when she realized oh no and now, and you know, it's been years and years, decades and decades, and we've been through all kinds of things. 9-11, I was famously, you know, just ordered to go down to Dover, and I didn't get to say goodbye to her. She was locked away in a school, you know. <laughs> they had the windows blocked, and, and I was down there for a month or so processing remains from the Pentagon, you know, or being part of that part of that team. And uh, so there's, there's, it's a family thing, you know. Uh, when you think of Memorial Day, you think of people who have lost their lives, Uh, serving our country well each one of those people is associated with a family and so there's there's people who have lost people and I think that's appropriate to talk about in terms of those who serve in the medical field this year especially you know if we talk about so many thousands of nurses and doctors dying well those are thousands and thousands of families you know with with a a new missing hero you know uh, on their hearts heavy on their hearts it's it's a funny thing. So I got I got Marcos and Jess looking at me like, uh, just keep talking because we don't really know how to enter into this. <laughs> well, it's 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 a
1: challenge because <laughs> what do you say?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, and that's a- what I that's what's interesting to me. So I want to yeah. know like what's it look like. I've kind of had my head in this yeah. side, and I I think my perspective is you know, I'm in the military. I'm right. I'm all that. I'm a chaplain, you know. So the the whole mix of Christian faith. And I'm, I'm, I'm the whole package all yeah. the time for 20 plus years. So, so you know, what's look like, from your perspective,
1: it's, it's a challenge for me, because I, I have a couple different perspectives in this. So um, my dad, yeah, served. Um, he was in the army, he served, uh, he didn't go to Korea, but he served during the Korean War, um, which is an important distinction, right? Because when you say he served during the Korean War, there can be an ass- Oh, well, he went to Korea, he didn't. And that's important that people Understand yeah. that distinction. Um, and and so having uh, a dad who was a vet, um, by the time I came along, military career was far behind him. Um, he wasn't lifelong military either. He served his term and that was it. Right. Um, and And so there's always been a respect for those who serve. What's interesting is overt signs of patriotism weren't something that was a part of life growing up. Like, you know, we had a flag and, and we knew my dad had served, but it wasn't a, you know, every time we get to Memorial Day, it wasn't the big blowout. Fourth of July, the big blowout. Veterans Day, the big blowout. And, and so it's interesting growing up that way and seeing other people doing that, but not us. Um, and then there's also, you know, my mom is, uh, is an immigrant. And so she comes from the UK. And right. so that's a different perspective that she brings in that I was raised with. Uh, and now I'm a pastor. And, and I have a role in the church, and that influences um, the way I view things like Memorial Day. Um, so I've always, I've always had a high regard for those who serve in the military. I've always really respected that. It was not something that was expected of me. In fact, I was kind of expected not to. The expectation was go to college, do that, and I know in some families that's not the case. You're expected to serve because your father served and, and all that. So it's strange for me, um, it feels a little foreign, even though it's an American holiday I grew up here. Um, so I've never really thought through, like, how do I feel about Memorial Day? Uh, you know, it's, it's a thing that happens. And it's, yeah. it's hard for me to resonate with, I think, because my dad's military service was something that he just didn't talk much about. He did lose a lot of friends, even though he didn't go serve. A lot of his friends went to Korea right. and died. Um, so he just didn't go there. And the one time that he did go there, it was like it's burned in my memory when he had that conversation with me of what happened to his friends. And so it's just, again, it's like, uh, it's, I don't there's, know. There's
2: pain in, yeah. in the mix. And, and you're bringing up a lot of, of, of real pertinent uh, subjects that could easily be uh, part of another podcast. Right. PTSD, you know, uh, just the, 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 the silent generation, which wasn't just World War II. It, really, Korea was part of that as yeah. well. So uh, you know, people just didn't talk. That was just part of the culture. You just didn't talk about it. Yeah. And uh you know, one of the things that happened to me when I, I was f- when I first joined, I was on a base, I think it was Edwards Air Force Base, way out in California where you where you learn to not believe in UFOs and believe in the Air Force instead. <laughs> <laughs> you realize, oh, that's what this is all about. <laughs> That'll be another podcast. You yeah, other yeah. UFOs. We have to address no, the Pine air Bush force at some point. Now right? the space
1: force. <laughs> yeah, yeah, space force. Yeah, there you That'll go. Be, yeah, is that? There's, it's different than the air force now, right? This it's part of the air, it's the
2: Department of the Air Force. So the Space Force is part of the Department of the Air Force. Okay, right. so it's kind of like the Navy has their Marines. Yeah, yeah. Now we have our Space Force. Okay, so I, I'm I keep putting plugs out there. Hey. Hey, is there any openings? Because it, all it is is a Velcro thing, take off Air Force and put on Space Force. Do you not but get I to think, go, though?
1: You wouldn't get to go to space, would you?
2: Uh, I'd have to convince him that I'm not as old as I am. <laughs> and uh, I have some skill that I would bring besides my mouth. <laughs> you know?
1: Hey, they need chaplains <laughs> in space,
2: too, man. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that might be more your generation. I don't know. Probably the one after me. Yeah, but yeah. maybe. So... uh where was I going with that? So July Fourth on Edwards Air Force Base, I thought, oh boy, this is going to be something because I'm on an air force base with real military people and real military families. The the fireworks and the flag waving and the patriotic music is just going to be, you know, out of this, uh, you know, off the charts, and not a bit. There was a, like one parachute. Anything that had to do with what we did on the base, we we did we watched that. It's like some weird plane with fly that no one's seen before. We'd watch that. Parachuting, because there's parachuting people there, and that's what they do. We'd watch that. But then it was hot dogs and hamburgers and fun and low-key mm-hmm. on the military stuff for the military families. You know, it's just there, and, you know, the colors are there, but not this huge push, you know, not super sentimental, because it's too much and it's not appropriate. And we're in, we're actually serving, so we don't need to do that. You know, and I think Memorial Day brings out, you know, when you see the 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 over, the overexpression of patriotism. Sometimes it's people have watched Saving Private Ryan, you know, and they've watched these movies, and and it's it's all tied to the the, the posers, you know, the, the the stolen valor people, you know, and uh, I've I've run into a lot of them, even in the context of our church here at Goodwill, you know, and they'll talk about their military service, and it ain't so. They didn't do it. (laughs) So it's like, why do people do that? Yeah.
0: Why do people, like, I don't know, feel like that need to, like, push their patriotism and nationality and, like, wave that flag that, like, we are the best and I am the best. And I don't know, like, it needs to be so, so out there. And so, like you said, like, bold and brazen and not subdued and, like, respectful, like, on the military base.
2: You know, I think it's, a, it's a, a number of different things. I think you have to go individual by individual. So some people feel that that needs to be the message because there's another message countering that, that we're the worst, you know. And, and I think we go back to Vietnam where there's, you know, people serving in the military, fighting a war that no one liked. So we're doing this thing for America. We're dying for our country, but our country doesn't even want what we're fighting for. You know, and we've had a couple of wars. You know, it's kind of been that way since. You know, with one big break, Operation Desert Storm. Remember that thing? And it was like one day long. I was know? like five, so yeah. not really. <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry. Yeah, that
2: was that was unnecessary. I'm Marcus. just saying. Really? you asked, do I was remember that, that thing? That, not did really. Did you have to do that? All right. Because this conversation is kind of making me feel like I'm the I'm the builder here, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even a boomer. I am a Gen X. Authentic Gen X, you know. So anyway, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I think there's that, but uh, there's people want to be heroes. They want to be associated with the heroic. They don't want that challenged. Uh, that gives life significance, you know. Uh, a lot of us have very, very comfortable lives, and so there's an imbalance with that. I've noticed that. You know, when people have actually served, they don't have that. They don't have that need. And so the, they don't overexpress it, but they feel it more. You know, I have a flag that I put out on my, on my house, and I like the way it looks, and it, and it means an awful lot to me because I think of the people whose caskets have been draped with that flag, people whose names I know and stories I know and families I know still and what they gave, and the, you know, and, and the, and the sacrifice continues for the families, not just once, it's for the rest of their lives. So that's really meaningful to me. You know, but I think a lot of people want that, and I think one of our jobs as a church is to try to say, hey, you can have that, but there's there's ways to do that. Don't don't fake it.
1: You know? Yeah, and I wonder so there's two questions that come out of this. So we'll we'll the first one, as someone who is actively serving the military, when you see those really overt, um kind of over the top patriotic displays. How does that strike folks in the military? Like, how do they receive? I mean, I, you can't speak for the whole military, right? But uh,
2: And there's different—the military is not yeah. one thing. You know, right, there's people right. in
1: it that are you know, of every stripe and every sure. political stripe and
2: all that. But uh, I think it's—a lot of us are cautious with that because we're not sure what people want. You know, we're not sure what they they mean. Uh lots of times if if I'm in public in my uniform, I'll get, I'll get that. Thank you for your service. Thank you for serving. And if if I get the opportunity to talk to somebody, I'll say, well, I serve those who serve. Mm. So I I don't, I'm not, you know, the the war hero. I'm the chaplain for the war hero, Right. And I, I really am. There are some war heroes in my mind that I've gotten to be a chaplain for to serve them, you know? And, uh, I, I think that that's, uh, I think we know people mean well and we want to make sure that uh, wh- whatever they're trying to express, we receive and we honor that. But it's not as easy as it looks because mm. we have to try to figure out what do, what do they want, you know? Yeah. And and some sometimes people just want to say thank you and that's real and that's really cool. Sometimes people want to make a statement. Sometimes people served, and and this is true with World War II folks and Korea folks. They served, and if they get your ear, you're not leaving. <laughs> you know, you're getting the stories. And a lot of us, if we're wearing our uniform or we're caught in public with one of these guys, and he's got that <laughs> little hat, you know, uh-huh. with the name of his ship on that hat and several pins on that hat, you're not going anywhere, chaplain. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> you know, enjoy your sandwich. You tried to get it Subway later, because you're going to hear now for 25 minutes a story, and and we. All of us have been there, right? And and we know we're we're stopping everything to hear this story. Well, because you honor that. Yeah, it, it, there's no choice, right? When you're when you feel the mil- you know that this guy really was in Korea. This guy really was in mm-hmm. World War II, and we're going to hear his story. He earned the right to tell his yeah, story. Yeah, he earned the right to stop our day, <laughs> in its tracks. <laughs> yeah, that's really those that are really cute thing. And sometimes we're, we we try to move them along, and they no, they're skilled. Yeah, you're commanding officer, why are
1: you late? Yeah. He was telling a story. It, oh, well, actually, right. I well, want to introduce you to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: fantastic. Yeah. So is there ways that we can, as a church community, or even not a church community, like reach out, support, acknowledge families who have lost people that is not waving a flag and driving a fire truck in a parade?
2: Yeah, I, I, I think there are. I mean, one you know, talk about it, mention it, mm. uh, share the, share the loss. I, and, I, and I think, you know, we're, we're really touching on something bigger than memorial. We're touching on grief here. Yeah. We're touching on, you know, what, what happens when people lose a loved one? Cause we, we get weird with it and we want that to stay in its box and not come over and touch us. But the best way to minister to people is to kind of let it touch you. Yeah. You know? I've never understood the parade. I honor <laughs> I, and I've been asked, and I've avoided, pretty pretty deftly. I mean, pretty <laughs> adroitly. Any any kind of parade involvement, uh, and you know we get asked all the time mm-hmm.
0: for all parades or just Memorial Day.
2: Memorial uh, well all parades. Yeah, you got me on that. <laughs> 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 yep. Especially and, Memorial well, Day. Well, it's it's not just parades. It's it's the uh, the VFW, the American Legion. You know they want our generation joined we're not joining in droves i mean we just don't you know so it's a different generation it was just different you know and uh the parades kind of reflect that and they're and they're 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 okay but it can be weird you know having just uh given a notification to somebody you know waited at five waited till 5 a.m and knocked on their door with a full uniform on and told them you know hey your son passed away you know and Official language and i don't i don't read that letter but i'm standing next to the person who does and then a couple days later you're at a parade where they're throwing candy and you know and there's a speech from somebody inauthentic Uh, yeah well it's just i don't i don't want to judge it you know i will okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't go to memorial day parades
2: (laughs) yeah i I, because i don't know where people are coming from i don't want to take away their connection to it you know well, That's, it's, it's
1: yeah. almost a little bit like what, what I'm hearing, and so correct me if I'm hearing it wrong. Um, what I'm hearing is it's similar to what we were talking about back in the Mother's Day thing, where, it's the, where the show seems to miss the whole point of the day. Um, the day is an important day, and, and sometimes we can overblow it with the party and kind of miss the, the heart of what's going on there. A day, it is a day for grief.
2: Yeah, and there's real names to real people.
1: Right, Real guys, gals, they gave their lives, sons' daughters, moms yeah. dads, husbands' wives. This also is um, this is the second question that came to mind when you were talking about the the way that we approach this, maybe as a church, right? because this this is something that especially in our little corner of the world in the reform world, you can get a a debate. like how involved do we get in kind of the civil celebrations, the civil holidays? And it is a balancing act. How do we approach, um, you know, what they call patriotic holidays? How do we approach that as a church? And you've been you've been walking these kind of two lanes, right? You're in the military. You're also senior pastor of a church. Um, how do we do that as not just as Goodwill Church, but how would you see the church being really effective in approaching Memorial Day?
2: Well, I think we want to remember our culture. So I'm. Kind of the odd man out with my group of large church pastors in the EPC because all of them have removed the flags from their sanctuary, yeah. you know, and it was a big fight. But they want to maintain the purity of gospel presentation, and, and that's I, a reformed
1: move. Yeah,
2: like that's what a lot of folks do. Yeah, and we didn't have a flag in in the sanctuary. We had one over by the fireplace, you know, where the family gathered. You know, I I, I talked about that and putting it there, and but we didn't have one, and. In my mind, I thought, well, if I'm approached by people in the community about it, then I'm going to deal with it differently than the church uh, people. And I was. The American Legion guys came and said, you guys don't have a flag. What's up? I'm like, Do you want there to be a flag? And I'm, I'm they didn't talk like that, but they're older <laughs> guys. <laughs> I can't talk like an older guy. See, I'm not old because I can't talk like an older guy. Anyway, they, they just said, hey, what's going on with that? And it's like, if you want there to be a flag, and that would be my honor to put whatever flag you want to put in here you know and here's here's some of our history and and here's some of my history as a chaplain and 9-11 is a big part of, you know we lost people in 9-11 we had people who were involved in that so we can we can make a focus around that and they gave us a beautiful flag with a little plaque on there and we we on uh, one of these nine eleveNS passed we we put it in place there and i'm you know, that's, that's fine with me because we're in country, right? you know, and, but I understand that that's kind of a minority position and all the other pastors, are, they, they are exasperated with me. Like, we thought you were cool. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, none of you are chaplains either, you know? Well, and that, and, that
1: becomes a part of this, right? Is, right? is it is specific to Goodwill Church. Right. We are very connected to the military community here because our senior pastor is a part of the military yeah, community. It's kind of a senior pastor thing. Next senior pastor would be totally different probably, or
2: unless, you know, he or she, you know, I don't want to say she, we'll leave that for another podcast. <laughs> oh, really? you can put me on the spot like that? And that's good. Yeah. But whoever he is, he may be in the military, probably not. Cause they're probably like, just make sure he's not a chaplain. Cause you know, we
1: did that. So we, we, we paid our price, <laughs> you know? But it's it's delicate, right? Because people have an expectation when they come in. I remember, um, yeah. so I grew up in, in Southeast Arizona, where it is a, you know, the the holy days are Christmas, Easter, Fourth of July, Veterans Day, and Memorial Day. Like those yeah. are, and you celebrate them. And so I remember um, we started a worship service, Fourth of July weekend, and the beginning of the worship service was the Pledge of Allegiance to the American flag. Uh, it's a challenge like that's hard when you're in a worship space and you start with a pledge to the United States right it, it and and so people can come in with expectations hey this is a weekend to celebrate the country um it's challenging how do we how do you manage that expectation So more as a or the easiest one well okay. Veterans
2: Day is okay too but and I don't think that has as much uh, that's just for anyone who served. It
1: could also be cultural, because Arizona is a very different thing than New York. Yeah. So expectations might be but different.
2: M- Memorial Day has that that out. I, I want to say easy out, but it isn't easy. It's the opposite of easy. It's because Memorial Day is about sacrifice. Right. So people gave their lives. And so that now we've we've elevated it. And we if we keep it there, then then it isn't uh, alien to our, our Christian profession. You know, it it's it's related. It's like, oh look at that. And, you know, there's story after story after story of, of folks who, you know, the way that they gave their lives was uh, looked like they were they were doing what they could do that looked like Jesus in their lives. Like, I'm going to give what I have the best of what I have for someone else, you know, lay down my life for someone I love. So. OK,
1: so Memorial Day is, is a, a way that we can still approach it. That might be different. I mean, every civil holiday might have a different yeah. approach from the church.
2: Yeah, and we want to be careful you know the the church is bigger than the country so i think some people have missed that and they think somehow that's a good thing to just really really lump in christian faith with the united states of america and just have the two be the same thing and it's like boy that's not good for the country at all that's not how the country was designed you don't see that reflected in the declaration of independence or the constitution you don't see that i don't see that in the military uh the, the you know i i have a role in the military and it's to it's to be a chaplain, you know, not you know to, to talk about God and to make sure people are able to you know have that free exercise of religion, the, the First Amendment. So uh, I, I think it's important to remember that there all other countries go through this too, have have holidays like this. In in Antarctica, I was there on Veterans Day in 2011. So I have the I have the prayer actually in my Bible here. I have a Veterans Day. Service prayer, and it was United States military and New Zealand military. Mm. So, because the New Zealand base, Scott base, was near McMurdo okay. base, so they're 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 a couple kilometers apart, and so a lot of military at each base. So on the 11th, we had a special Veterans Day service, and we had it at Scott base. Really cool, kind of. Now you feel like you're in outer space when you go there. That's really neat. <laughs> you feel like you're in Woodstock when you're at McMurdo, but that's another. <laughs> so. Anyway. So it was uh, November 11th, 2011, 11, 11, 11, at 11 a.m. Th- in that go. time zone, and I, and I had these prayers that talk about those in the United States and New Zealand who served, and it was, it was a really neat thing. You know, it didn't take anything away from the New Zealand military or the United States military, and so one of the things we want to do as Christians is remember that, hey, the, the, the Christian message is is larger than our country and it needs to be. you know and as Christians we we need to have that be part of our what we express. you know that's that's our voice. You know the gospel is bigger than this because if, if the gospel is smaller than something, then whatever is is put in its place, that suffers too. Mm. And that can't you know it, it can't play the role of the gospel. Yeah. So patriotism, whatever whatever you put there, yeah will suffer.
1: So from from a the perspective in the pew, right? So as a pastor, I wrestle with certain things around this. And as someone in the military, John wrestles with some things around yeah. this. But as someone in the pew, when you approach these kinds of holidays, um, you know, you're coming to church, it's Memorial Day weekend. Like, what's, what is your hope for a worship service like that?
0: Um, I maybe have a unique look viewpoint of it is that I, I don't care if it's acknowledged in the church at all. Not that, okay. it, not that it can't be there, but it doesn't need to be there. You know, like we're in church on a Sunday morning to worship God. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with what is happening in my nation. It it mm-hmm. can be mentioned, but I I don't I don't come in like hoping to say the Pledge of Allegiance. I would be horrified. <laughs> it just does not belong there. Right. In in my opinion.
2: There's a time and a
1: place. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and not to take Sunday- anything away from the Pledge of Allegiance. No. Right. No.
0: But a Sunday morning service is yeah, not its place. Right.
1: I mean, you know, my mom's still she's a uh She's a, I think chancellor is now the title. League. She's in the public school system in Arizona. You, know, you get up every day. You start the day with the Pledge of Allegiance.
0: Yeah. All right. That's where cool. it belongs. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's, there's certain things in the civic sphere. Um, yeah. That was, for me, an outlier. Like, that only happened to me once. Where, and and that, yeah. that was a strange experience. But uh, there have been experiences like that. And I wonder the different expectations. This is why it becomes difficult to manage. Because you got some people in the reform world are coming in saying, you better not say anything about that patriotic holiday. And you got other people coming in saying, you better say nothing but patriotic things in the service. Right. Right. And it's like, how do you thread that it. needle? Like, somebody's walking out of here angry. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, when you serve in the military, you uh, understand that you are there to uh, protect the rights of those who hate you mm. and hate what you do. And want to burn the flag and want to do all these things, you know um, so you're you're there to make sure that the Constitution that provides for this dissent uh, remains uh, in force in place and uh, supported and uh, so that's it, it's a neat part of being in the United States of America is that you do have that you do, we do have these freedoms. Amen and and the, and the freedom of religion is is huge yeah it's paramount I love it. absolutely yeah
1: and and that's you know that that's where we end today is as as a church in the united states it is our job to serve the common good and to care for the nation we care for the place where god has placed us that's a part of of what it means to be faithful Amen. kingdom people and so um to those who are listening especially to those who have lost loved ones um this is an important day and we honor that sacrifice we yeah, honor that we service say thank you No questions. Amen. And so uh, that is it for this episode of Goodwill Talk. Uh, Next week, we're back at it. Another special weekend next weekend that we're going to talk about a little bit. Um, But until then, thank you for being with us this episode, and we will see you next week.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope that this episode encouraged you. To listen to more episodes or to give us that five-star rating, check us out at iTunes or Google Play. You can also listen on the Goodwill Church app, And for more information about Goodwill Church, visit us at goodwillchurch.org. See you again next time here at Goodwill Talk.